Welcome to Say What, the Energy Ogre podcast where our specialty is lowering your light bill. But we also offer bite-sized education and financial tips for busy people who want to find overall better solutions to living a brighter life. Hello, welcome to another episode of Say What. Um, I'm Julie Williams, and I'm so glad that you are joining us today. I have with us our CEO, Jessen Bradshaw. Jessen Bradshaw. I didn't forget my name. That's good. <laughs> Smart. Good choice. Um, we're here today to talk so, about... <laughs> like I haven't known you for like 10 years. I know, what? But that's cool. It's all good. Uh, okay, so we are talking today about TDSP charges um, or pass-through charges. Sometimes they might be called uh, poles and wires charges, TDU. They go by many names, um, but we've been getting a lot of calls lately about them because there's been a recent change in the prices. So um, I thought we could break down kind of what they are exactly, why they exist, and then maybe why they change, that kind of thing. Sure. So what's a TDSP? Just another acronym, because we love acronyms in the mm-hmm. business. Just another four-letter word. <laughs> um, actually, so a TDSP, the acronym stands for a Transmission and Distribution Service Provider. So it's the company that has responsibility for running all the high-voltage transmission lines, as well as the distribution level. So they, there's a there's a break point between those two. So the really big, big... Uh, huge structures that we see that are super tall, those are going to more than likely be your transmission system. The poles that run throughout the neighborhood, the smaller voltage stuff, that's going to be your distribution class stuff. So this is a company that owns all of that. They maintain it. Uh, they keep it working, and that's that's their role. Got it. So we pay for kind of that half of our service in our regular electricity bill, um, and then we have another half that's kind of our energy charge which is... Right, so it's sort of like, think about, say you use Netflix. So Netflix, you have the content side. So Netflix charges you for the content, but you also have a service provider, an internet service provider. So they're the ones that own the, the infrastructure that actually allows that signal to get to your home. So in those cases, you might have a choice of different internet service providers that mm. own the infrastructure, but in the case of the power system, there's a monopoly. So you have one provider per location. But it's it's very similar to that. Gotcha. That actually makes a lot of sense. So And um, we know our TDSPs um, and by and by area. So um, Centerpoint in the Houston area, right. Encore in the Dallas area. That's who we call if we ever lose power, things like that. Um, not our provider. Right. So the TDSPs are the ones that are responsible for, usually if there's an outage, it's going to be because the equipment, there's going to be a down line. Uh, Maybe there's a problem with your meter. Maybe there's a problem with the transformer outside the house. So the providers don't have anything to do with that. Um, That's all last mile. It'd be like, you know, your internet service provider, if they had something that got cut, a wire cut or something like that, it's not Netflix. Netflix is going to fix it for you. Right. You got to take care of that. So um, yeah, they, they have responsibility for the delivery of that energy, and uh, that's why they're the primary person that you would talk to. Excellent. So why um, have they recently gone up or changed? So the TDSPs, um, they're one of the few parts of the business that's still regulated like it used to be mm. to a greater or lesser extent because there's still the monopoly uh, there because it, it just doesn't make sense, and none of us really want to see um, – people with competing power lines, right? <laughs> we, 
I don't think people really want to see like, hey, I'm going to put mine up and it's a wild, wild west. Oh, that would be awful. Yeah. So, <laughs> so they, they, they have a franchise service territory. So, so what's, what happens is, is that um, these companies don't have the ability to just charge whatever they want. So they have, they're still regulated by the Public Utilities Commission. Mm-hmm. And there's structure in there that says, hey, um, you got to tell us how much you spent on your assets that you're serving us with. So they, they generate what they call a cost of service every year. Okay. Um, and then they go into a rate case. So they take those costs and they say, hey, we need to have the, the ability to recover these costs back from our rate payers. And so whatever costs go in the bucket, if they get them approved, then they get take it back out of everybody who's connected to them. So hmm. all these rates change. Some of them change seasonally because they're trying to spread out the costs. But um, when we see changes, it's because they've had approved charges that they're now getting a chance to recover. So, you know, for example, one of the ones that's been done recently in the last several years is we built as a system um, a lot of transmission capacity, the big big power line capacity to be able to bring a lot of wind uh from mm. West Texas into the metropolitan areas in Dallas and, and here. So Centerpoint did a lot of expansion to their system to be able to accommodate that coming south. The folks at Encore did a lot of infrastructure work to be able to accommodate that moving past. So um, so that's a that's one of the things that's in these rates now that wasn't in there before. And, you know, here we've had, um, you know, some of the – you know, hurricane types of damage, cost recovery mm. for them to go through tree trimming or, you know, had extra costs. So we, we see these things get put in there from time to time. Um, and it's just part of what the commission allows uh, is deemed to be a, a good cost that gets rolled back into rates. Gotcha. So it's it's almost catch up for investments they've already made. Or, or making an anticipation of new demand. Gotcha. Right? So if we have a thousand people a day that move to Houston or have 2,000 people a day that move to Dallas, they're anticipating here's where they're moving. We're going to have to upgrade this equipment. So they're going to put that in rates. They're going to get those projects approved and that goes in. And Got it. But it's up. based on actual cost and it's reviewed and approved. So it's not just, yes, it's not just them deciding this. is No, what they don't, charge. they don't have pricing power because they're a monopoly. So they have to, they have to get all these rates approved. And you know they go in periodically every two, three, four, five years. They call it a rate case. It's like this huge mess mm. of people fighting. <laughs> so anytime they want something, someone else is fighting on the other side to say that's not reasonable. Um, and so it's a it's a big mess and a big fight, and it gets resolved and and move on down the road. Gotcha. So um, how how do these charges kind of appear to the average consumer? How might I see that on my bill? Sure. So uh, for the average consumer, residential consumer, uh, these rates are all structured today where it's a, it's a variable rate, a, a volumetric rate, I should say, not a variable rate. So it. it's going to be a fixed number, and it's going to be a variable cents per kilowatt hour times however many kilowatts you used in that given month. So in the commercial world, it works a little bit different. It depends on how much you use during certain periods of time. But thankfully for us on the residential side, we don't have to deal with all that. So it's, it's what, when we use it, we pay you know, this X cents per kilowatt hour. And then there's sometimes like a fixed meter charge, like $5 or $2 or something like that, irrespective as to how much we use. But 
Okay. So, and it's up to the various retail electric providers as to how they choose to display that, right? Like, so it might look different. Right. So some, some folks call it TDSP charges. Some folks call it TDU charges. It's the same thing. Um, that's transmission and distribution, distribution utility, right? So, right. or TDSP, TDU, same thing. Um, some companies in the past have, have bundled all those costs together. So they give you like one rate that's inclusive of their energy charges and, um, and the TDSP charges. Mm-hmm. Most of them today are passed through on the TDSP charge. So you'll get different line items. Um, some folks sum the different TDSP charges into one number. We've seen some people get bills where there's like 18 different line items. That's maybe an exaggeration, but like nine line items that mm-hmm. are all the individual components of the TDSP charges. And it looks like, you know, it's the death of a thousand cuts, but it's the same number, generally speaking. Got it. All right. Well, I think that hopefully makes things a little bit more clear. It's a very confusing. It's super exciting stuff to talk to- about. Right, right. And very so exciting. I'm very pleased that no one's falling asleep. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us today. We will see you next time. Stay cool, be kind, and do great things.